Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Leon's Corner. In this episode, we're going to pick up on my childhood and background, as well as me coming to the States, and that's where we'll resume the story. So we left off at me becoming very independent because I was forced by the circumstances that I was placed in, and that taught me a lot, and that did make me very adult-like at a very young age which I'm thankful for but I also wish that I could have been more of a child at my own time you know but anyway after all of that happened my mom finally decided to bring me to the states and we all kind of agreed we were on the same page we had already processed it and talked it out at therapy so I knew that I had to come and my grandma understood that it was for my own benefit that I had to come so I ended up coming for the very first time at the age of 10 I came for vacation I didn't get used to it my mom saw me suffer a lot I cried a lot it was very hard for me so she sent me back she thought she was doing it for my own good but it wasn't helping anyone. So she ended up bringing me back at the age of 11, like a year later. And then she decided to keep me here for good. When I first came, I arrived to a very Hispanic town, which was very beneficial to me. It felt more homish. And it was a very small town where people are super close. So I really appreciated that. So it didn't feel so strange to me. It didn't, I didn't feel so left out until I started school. Oh my God. I started middle school here in the States. And middle school, as it is, it's already hard. So being from another country, not knowing the language, not having any friends, it was even harder it was very, very, very hard to get across. I really didn't know anybody. The only person that I spoke to was this girl who was my stepdad's brother's stepdaughter. So we became friends over the summer, obviously, because that was the only person that I hung out with. And at that point, she was still in ESL class. She had been here maybe for two years prior to that. So I knew that I would go into ESL class and I will at least have her. But she was already more advanced, like she could already speak the language. So we didn't have every single class together. So it was harder for me because I was pretty much on my own. And I remember my first day of middle school, I got there and it was raining so they made everybody go into the cafeteria and I walked into this cafeteria which I had never seen before because in Ecuador or at least where I'm from you don't have a cafeteria you just ate your lunch outside like there's not an actual cafeteria inside a building that you eat at so I walked into this cafeteria and it was ginormous and I felt so lost. I didn't know anybody. I didn't know where this girl was. I felt so lonely. I felt so confused. So I remember just like walking in and sitting at a table all by myself because 
I don't want to sit with strangers. I didn't know how to approach anyone. So I just sat at my table by myself. And in my head, I was just thinking, oh, my God, if this was my first day of school in Ecuador, I would be with my friends right now. Like, we'll be gossiping. I would be having the time of my life. But instead, I'm here. I'm stuck in this place. I don't know anybody. I can't talk to anyone. Like, even if I wanted to make friends, I can't. I don't know how to approach people. I don't know what to say. I just felt so lonely. And I just, like, wanted to sit in a corner and cry. <laughs> but I'm not a big crier in person. I've always just kind of been, like, shy with my emotions. So I was just sitting in that table. And I was just so aggravated. And I was so pissed at my mom at that moment. I was like, why would you bring me here? Like, why would you do this to me? Like, if you say you love me as much as you love me, why would you make me suffer like this? So then I just remember sitting there and whatever. And I remember my mom hanging outside of the cafeteria, waiting for them to let us go to um, first period, which was like zero period homeroom. That's what it's called. So I remember her waiting around But I obviously I felt embarrassed. Like I don't want other people to be like, oh my God, her mommy is waiting for her, you know? So then I remember I just like the crowd got up and started walking and I had no idea where I was going. So I just start, started walking with everybody else and I was just following the crowd and I just heard my mom like try to follow me. And I was like, oh, God, no, this is so embarrassing. And she was like telling the vice principal, I remember she was like, oh, my God, like she's new. She's lost. She doesn't understand the language. Like she doesn't know where she's going. If somebody can just please help her out. And I was like, oh, this is so embarrassing. Like, please go. But I understand that she was just trying to help. But that did not help at all. It didn't make my life any better at that point so when i started middle school i went into the esl program which is stands for english as a second language in which you take your regular classes but they will place you in classes with teachers who also speak spanish so they will be able to help you learn english and learn your subjects at the same time And on top of that, you got an extra class of just English. So when I started this class, we were very, very small. We were a very small group, maybe like eight or ten of us at that time. Probably eight. Who knows? I can't really remember. When I started, there were like three levels to this ESL class. So it was beginner, intermediate, and advanced. I remember this girl, she was an intermediate, and obviously I was a beginner. But in our country, well, in Ecuador at least, they teach you the basics. They teach you basic English, like table, colors, numbers, all of that stuff. So when I got here, that's what they were teaching me. Like in beginner, that they would teach you that, like, colors numbers table pencil like kitchen all of the basic things my pronunciation obviously was not great but i knew what those things were so i was able to move up pretty quickly to like more reading more 
speech and all of those things. So I was pretty proud of myself. And I think something that helped motivate me was it was it was this one time in class that I was trying to ask for help about something. I don't remember specifically what it was, but I remember that I, I approached this one like middle schooler girl. Oh my goodness, I can still remember who it is. And I approached her and I asked her for help in Spanish because I had heard her speaking Spanish to someone else. So I approached her in Spanish and I asked her for a favor. And this girl turned around and she was like, this is America. You need to learn how to speak English. I am not going to help you speak English. And I was like, oh my God, like I just heard you speaking Spanish to someone else. Why can you help me? Keep in mind, this girl is Colombian. She is like fluent in Spanish. I just heard her speaking Spanish to someone else. So she was just trying to be mean. So I was like, oh my God, like whatever. That pissed me off so bad that I was like, no, I cannot do this. Like I need to learn. I'm going to learn and I'm going to prove all of these people wrong. Within like the first school year, I had already moved up to intermediate and I was already doing pretty good on my own. Like I was able to understand people pretty clearly and I was able to speak it a little bit. It wasn't perfect, but I was able to make myself understood. So I was very proud of myself and in that aspect i was i was doing pretty good because i was in the esl and we were such a small group i didn't struggle to make friends because we were all friends like everybody who was in the esl program are pretty much friends with each other and we always just like stuck around each other you know we always hung out together and it was just like our group which made me feel pretty comfortable but i didn't have any friends outside of that like I wasn't friends with anybody else from like the seventh graders. It was just the ESL group. So my first year, it was just like that. It was just like me and the ESL group and that's it. And my best friend, of course, was my stepdad's brother, stepdaughter. <laughs> she was like my bestie at the time and... I can't complain, I can't lie, she did help me out a lot, and she was there when I needed her, so it was pretty, it was pretty useful to me, she was, she was a good friend at the time, but because I kept hanging out with the same small group all the time, I couldn't really find my identity, and I constantly kept wondering where I fit in here in this country, because obviously the people that had been in ESL prior to me coming had already made friendships outside of the ESL group. They were already able to connect with different people and I wasn't I wasn't at that point yet. So it was very hard for me to just kind of get used to everything and trying to figure out how I fit in. Plus you're going through your identity crisis during your middle school years anyway and just trying to learn a new language trying to make friends trying to figure out how to be in the states without being depressed like it was a lot going on 
So it was just a really hard time for me that I just like, it was a growing moment for sure. Um, I remember, you know, in middle school, so much happens, so much drama and stuff. So seventh grade was pretty smooth, I would say. In seventh grade, I got a lot of things done. I felt very accomplished. I was able to move up, learn the language, pretty much like had it down. So towards the end of seventh grade, I saw the relationship that this girl, my best friend at the time, had with her dad. And she had a very similar story to mine. She grew up, she was also from Ecuador. She grew up in Ecuador with her grandma and her uncle. And she came to meet her dad here in the States. And they had what I saw back then, a good relationship. And she would like hang out with him on the weekends. And he would come see her. And he would be like at her events and stuff like that. So then I started to get curious and wonder about my dad. And wanting to meet him. And wanting to have a relationship with him. And I was like, you know what? Maybe my story is going to be like hers. And I'm going to be my dad and he's going to spoil me and I'm going to be happy and he's going to love me and he's going to miss me. And I made this whole scenario in my head that my story was going to be like hers. But things don't work out that way. Everyone's story is different and obviously my story was not like hers. But she did encourage me to find my dad. So... I started digging, I started looking around on Facebook, I started like trying to ask my mom questions until she finally approached me and she was like, do you want to meet your father? Yes or no? And I was like, yes, I think that I'm ready to meet him. And if he's here, if he lives close, I would really like to know of him. So then my mom was able to get in contact with him. I don't know how, don't ask me how. But she was like, okay, you know what? You want to meet your father. It's up to you. It's your choice. You are old enough to make your own choices. If you want to meet him, you can meet him. I will talk to him and we will set up a meeting date. But that gets a whole episode on its own. That was quite the experience. But that also happened during my middle school years, which made me feel more confident. It made me feel like I was taking control of my life. It made me feel like I could finally make my own choices. And my mom was allowing me to make those choices, which made me feel comfortable with her. And it made me feel very happy and proud of myself that I was grown enough to handle these things. So when I moved on to eighth grade, I was pretty excited. I knew that on my first day, I'm going to go back and see my friends. Like I had friends to go see and I was able to talk to people more. So I was very excited. And then eighth grade was also an exciting year because then you had like graduation and then you move up to high school. And there were so many exciting things happening in eighth grade that I was looking forward to. In eighth grade, I was able to move up to advance and I did pretty good. I was still in the ESL program, but I was more independent where they let you do 
a lot more like independent reading, independent speech and things like that. So you don't need as much as much coaching as when you're like an intermediate or beginner. So I was very excited because then I was finally able to hang out with like the bigger group, like where this girl was and where like all of the rest of my friends were because my friends were her friends. So we were all in the same group. But then me and this girl always had like a very competitive relationship. Like because we were always around each other because our families were connected, we would always discuss things with each other. So our grades were always being compared. Like our English was always being compared. Everything was constantly being compared. So obviously we were very like competitive with each other, but it was in a healthy way until it became unhealthy, I guess. But we always had like a healthy competition. So we would always, always push ourselves to do better. So if she had on a roll, I had to get on a roll because I had to do it. Like I just had to prove it to myself that I was capable. So when I finally moved on to advanced English, I was so proud of myself. I was like, yes, I'm finally here. I'm here where this girl is. And I've only been here for like a year and a half or a year and some change. Like I did it. So in middle school, it was the first time that I fell in love. I had my first love in eighth grade. Funny enough, it was another dude from ESL and it was great you know but middle school is middle school a lot happens drama whatever so it never worked out it was it wasn't like a relationship but it was just like puppy love you know manita sudadas like not nah, kevin so that was that but we were really good friends we grew really close with each other we were able to connect on so many levels we had similar stories so we were able to relate and he kind of helped me like understand a lot of things and he kind of helped me find my place here you know it was like a really good first experience i felt very comfortable with this guy we were able to have like very deep meaningful conversations even though we were only eighth graders he was older than me so we were able to discuss things very like mature like which i really appreciated because that's what i liked like a lot of people my age weren't able to understand that or weren't able to talk to me in that way because we were still kids but he was so he helped me grow a lot as a person so in eighth grade I got a lot of accomplishments and it was just a great year overall even though I did go through my first heartbreak with this boy it was still a pretty good year overall during eighth grade is when this girl who at the time was my best friend introduced me to my best friend nowadays current best friend since 2013 on shout out to you kayla i love you for life but yeah this girl introduced us and i think that was my turning point it changed everything for me I used to hate her. I couldn't stand her. No me la tragaba para nada. It was like super annoying. And I was like, how can you be friends with her? Like, 
this was a duo, not a trio. It turns out that this girl was just not my best friend, not convenient for me at all. And Kayla was my person. We grew closer and closer together. These other girls ended up stabbing me in my bag and making my heartache worse. And you know, when somebody messes with the boy that you like, it's just not nice. Especially in middle school, like, you're just putting salt on the wound. And it's like, it doesn't feel nice. So that ended there. And Kayla and I grew closer and closer and closer. And she became like my sister. And I got really close to her family. She got really close to mine. We were able to connect on different levels. And she's been there for me ever since. And I couldn't be more thankful to this girl for introducing me to this random girl that I didn't like at first. I couldn't be more thankful to life for that. Because everything works out on its own way. And now I have my best friend for life. Now I have a sister. So then the next big event after that was graduation. Graduation was great. A couple of days after the school finished, I was moving to mostly white town. So I felt very nervous. I felt very scared, very alone. I didn't know how everything was going to go. I was still going through my heartbreak. I was still like depression mode, very sad, very heartbroken, trying to deal with that. And then I was moving to this place like it was summer. I was supposed to hang out with my friends, but instead now I have to like move and get to know this town. And we moved to an apartment complex. So it was a matter of like trying to make friends there, trying to see who I could make friends with. I was going to high school. Again, starting over with people I didn't know. At least I was able to speak English now, but wasn't very helpful. I was still very shy. So then when I finally started school, I was very alone. Again, I felt into this like very dark spot i was very quiet i didn't do much i kept just wanting to move back to my old town with friends that had that i had already made and i was never really able to move on from that i didn't really make a lot of friends at this new school i always kept like a very low-key profile i didn't talk to a lot of people I was placed in regular classes. I wasn't in ESL anymore, so I had to make friends of my own. It was just a hard, hard time. But again, I was alone. So I felt like this was something that I couldn't necessarily speak to my mother about. And we never really had that relationship because I didn't grow up with her. So I didn't feel necessarily comfortable talking to her about it anyway. So it was very hard. It was very different. But finally, towards the end of my junior year, my mom and her step her step husband, my mom and her husband had bought a house back in the town that I initially started at. So we were able to move back towards my senior year. I came back maybe towards the end of junior year, and then I was able to finish high school in my original town with my original friends and it was great it was the greatest time of my life and i was doing great i was 
thriving. I was happy. I felt full again. And but yes, senior year of high school was a blast. I had a great time. I lived happily ever after. That was like my happily ever after year. I was able to spend time with my best friends, live my happy life. I had a boyfriend. I went to prom. I went to Wildwood. I wish I would have done more in high school. I wish that I could change little details about my high school experience. I wish I would have been a little more wild and crazy and experienced more. But overall, I wouldn't say that I regret anything. By then, I had figured out who I was. I found myself again. I found activities that I like to do. I found interests of mine. I discovered myself. I finally felt like I fit in. I was attending church, which made me happy, which made me full. I was attend I was part of this youth group, which was a great experience. I don't know, it's just everything kind of fell in place and it felt like I was finally doing good. So this was a good time in my life and this is a good time to leave off. Um, in next week's episode, or in two weeks, we'll be discussing daddy issues, parental issues in general. Gosh, that should be a great topic. You guys kind of got the gist of when I started reaching out to him, which was around middle school time. And I will pick up from there. Um, that will be an interesting topic to talk about. Thank you guys for tuning in again. In today's episode i am very very excited i think we're doing great i am so proud of this podcast of what i'm accomplishing of everything that i'm rediscovering about myself going over my own stories i can see the growth i can see what i've become and i am just really proud of everything that I've worked on and everything that I've been able to accomplish and I can't I really can't wait to see where this takes me so thank you everybody for tuning in I hope that this episode was better and it just keeps getting better and better for all of us to enjoy so I appreciate you guys I love you guys and I'll talk to y'all in two weeks gracias mi gente y nos vemos en dos semanas